Welcome to From the Stands, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. All right, Billiken fans, welcome back to From the Stands, our uh, podcast where we talk uh, Billiken athletics. We've been off the air for a couple days with Nick out becoming a father, so congratulations, Nick, But uh, Nick Reddick. But today we're here to uh, talk with our new head women's volleyball coach, Andrea Beatty. She uh, new as the head coach, not new to our program. It's uh, great to have Andrea back as a Billiken. Andrea, welcome back. Uh, how, how's it going so far? Thank you. I am stoked. I mean, it's crazy because most of the people that were here when I was here playing are still here. And there's something really special about that. I think it says a lot about SLU. But my my mom always says, once a Billiken, always a Billiken. So although there was a little bit of a time between, very much it was still in in my soul. So it's nice to be back and actually wearing the jacket again. So as we even talked this morning, driving to the office, um, the difference of being the assistant coach to the head coach. And um, as we went through the process, you, you, we spoke many times as we went through it and talked about the vision to be back to competing for championships at SLU. What does that mean to you? What does it mean to you today um, as you've evolved and prepared to become a head coach? Your, your, your history is very well documented from being a, a great high school, high school player. You're a great college player. You're the freshman of the year in the A-10 here. Um, you did the co- you did the high school ranks. You were very successful in the high school ranks. You learned for, from some really talented head coaches as you were an assistant coach, uh, all the way up to being the interim coach at Denver last year. But as you've gone through that journey, how has that prepared you to be sitting in the chair today? It's a little different than the assistant chair. <laughs> it is a lot different than the assistant chair. I like to think I still grind like an assistant, though. You know, assistants grind. They're first in the office, last in the office, and I like to keep that mindset. But with SLU, it's so interesting, right? Because I committed here when I was 15 years old. And since I was 15 years old, I won't say how many years ago that was, but since 15, it's always been a place that was home to me. And even though I did leave, it was something that – I always wanted to come back to. So immediately when I got into the college ranks of coaching, I knew this was the dream job. Um, and I did never in a million years thought it was going to happen as fast as it did. But something that I think really prepared me is all the adversity I saw through every step of my career. So whether that's high school, into college, at Syracuse, at Denver, becoming interim at both, I saw a lot of adversity and thankfully had a lot of great mentors to help me through the adversity, but also realized the job is grinding all the time. And my father, who, who owns a company, started a company on his own, said as long as you put the work in and you have the passion, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. But you got to put the work in, you got to have the passion. And in a lot of ways, I feel like I was built for it, like I was born to do this. Um, but at the end of the day, coaching is more than the sport you're coaching. It's the relationships you make with the players, with your other staff members. And that's the part that keeps you. The ability to play a part in their lives. Not be the reason they do stuff, but just play a part in their lives. So by seeing different adversity, whether it's on the court, but more specifically off the court, I feel that showed me, one, that I was ready. But two, it's always going to be that way. Every year, you're never going to have an easy year. It's always going to be hard. You're never going to have an easy win. It's always going to be hard. And you're definitely never going to have an easy loss. 
So I believe by having an experience of all those different types of adversity prepares you for what's next. And you don't know what that is, but you have a good attitude and you're ready to work through anything and solutions, you, you have confidence that you're going to get through it and you're going to help them. So we talk, uh, we've talked at length about values mm-hmm. and how values drive success. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see that working with our volleyball program? Yeah, you know, the, the main value, and they're all important, that I've been really trying to hit home with the team is coming from a foundation of gratitude. And this is something that sometimes athletes, not always, tend to forget. Um, when they're in the thick of it and they're getting their, their hoodies and they're getting their shoes and they're going to these fancy places, sometimes they forget just how special it is to be an athlete and then specifically being an athlete here at SLU. So I think by, you know, everything we teach them off the court is going to correlate on the court. Um, the way we, we teach them to treat each other is how they're going to treat others. The way we teach them how to treat you know, their coaches, they're going to treat their teachers, their moms, their dads. And if they're able to grow in that aspect, they're going to be able to grow in other areas. And by all means, I want to win ball games, but there's on-court wins and off-court wins. And I'm only going to get to be with them for four or five years. I want to see what they win after they leave SLU as well, too. And so I think by establishing those core values, showing that it's more than winning, but you got to do it the right way because we want to win. But we definitely want to, on the lo- along that way, teach them values that are going to help them win here, but also help them win when they leave here, too. How do you package the grind with the values? What a great question. In order to be a good human, in order to do what's right, in order to live a life dedicated to those values, you have to work at them. I, I'm, I'm a positive person. I'm not going to say every day I wake up, I feel the values, right? I'm not, every day I'm not like, oh, lucky me. After I have a loss, you know, I got to look in the mirror and say, okay, step back. What can we do? But every day you're not going to wake up and it's going to be rainbows. But the goal is if you, are, if you are moving towards a direction that does have those values, that establish those values, those days are easier. Those days bring it back down to earth and say, hey, okay, this is a game and it's teaching us a whole lot. But what's more important is the community we're building. And a lot of times those losses help you build something more than just winning. No one ever starts and they just win every game. Unless, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) If anyone has, let me know. i got to get their number and ask them some questions. But, you know, you have to prepare for that. But also be able to know when to step back and say, okay, like how lucky are we that every day we get to wake up and I get to come to the office I get to talk to these recruits that just love volleyball. I want to be a part of SLU. I get to talk to my players who love being a Billiken. Like, that's a lucky job. I don't know if you consider it a job. The grind is a job, but at the end of the day, you go to sleep and you wake back up and just remember, wow, I am the luckiest person alive right now to be able to do what I love and enjoy every minute of it, even the bad days. So you uh, you touched on my next question. So we, we talk about our values and our objectives all the time, right? Yeah. And those objectives about getting a great education mm-hmm. in SLU, competing for championships, and building community. Mm-hmm. What, how does that community, of which you are unbelievably ingrained in this region, how is that community, um, how, what's the plan to embrace and utilize that community to help us win championships? Yeah, well the first thing is we have to be in the community. You know, I feel, now that the recruiting calendar is open, we can get into gyms. We can start getting to know these players, these coaches. I know a lot of the coaches already, but there's a lot of them I don't know. And I also want to give them an idea of what SLU volleyball can be because we've seen it before. It's not something that hasn't happened before. And we've seen 
you know, the, the Chaffetz Arena packed and beaten Stanford. I think it was 08, I want to say. Beaten Stanford was the coolest moment. And I was a recruit at the time, so I wasn't a player. Coolest moment to see all of St. Louis, and probably more than St. Louis, in that gym excited about what we were doing. Because I truly believe that the SLU volleyball team needs a chip on their shoulder. That's when, you know, exciting things happen. Because a chip on your shoulder means you're coming in every day and you're not asking for anything. You're just putting in the work and you're putting up the numbers. Because that's more fun. The stuff is great. The stuff is fun. The winning is fun. But having a chip on your shoulder where a team leaves this gym and says, oh, goodness, I don't want to play SLU volleyball again. That's what I want. And our community has shown that they're not only um, here to support us, whether it's on social media, coming to games, but they want SLU volleyball to be back in the community. And I think they're ready for that. I've talked to people. They're very excited. They're ready for camps to come back. They're ready for us to be at clinics. And when you live in a place that's so ready to support you, you would be crazy not to get in there as much as possible and give back the times you can. And I think that's another big part is we want our team to give back to the community as well. Uh, we want them to be in gyms and meeting players and being a part of more than just being on the team. And they're excited about that as well, whether it's you know community service or getting into those gyms, they wanna be more a part of the community. And I think that's exciting. What's been the uh, what's been the response from your former Billiken teammates? Oh, they're stoked. They're they're real excited. You know, I cannot imagine a warmer welcome. And not that I didn't expect you know to get text message of support, but it has just been vast and overwhelming in the best way possible. Uh, we've been sending pictures back and forth. I actually, you'll get a kick out of this. In the office, I found a questionnaire from Bridget Funky. Yeah. My neighbor. She was, My neighbor. <laughs> yes. Bridget, awesome. And she's, she's now Forshaw, I think. But yeah. it's a questionnaire, and it is just so true awesome. to Bridget form because there's also Sally Warning. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. And on Bridget's form, she put pictures of her and her brother as babies. On Sally's form, she attached a resume. <laughs> and if you know the two, it's so clear as day that they would do that. Uh, but it's been fun to get to know them again because we keep in contact but now they're asking me, when can we come to games? Are you going to have any other events before the season starts? And the community that I remember when I was here was incredible. And I know it's still incredible, but they are so excited to be back part of that. And maybe not back part, but more involved than they have in the past few years. So it's, it's very exciting. Two last questions. One, what do you want to get out of the spring with the team and practice? I want to develop a culture and a foundation of culture. Championship culture doesn't happen in one uh, semester. It really doesn't even happen in one year. Because to me, championship culture isn't a one-off. It's not one conference championship. It's how do you create success every year, like Katie has, right? And so this season, we really want to get down and get down to the facts of what we want it to look like. And we want to make sure that everyone's committed to those values and they're ready to share those values with the incoming Billikens as well, too. Um, some of that has hard conversations because a lot of their time is going to be more consumed with volleyball and with other aspects with the community. The players are excited, though, so it's not something I'm going to have to fight. It's one of those things that they're ready to do it. They just aren't sure quite yet what that looks like and how much time is consumed by that. But the main goal is to create a culture that by fall, we now have a new established expectations of what it means to be in the gym, what it means to be outside the gym, and what it truly means to be a Billiken and what that looks like so that when we have new people and start competing, people will immediately be able to see, okay, this is a different SLU team. Final question. Ooh. What's it going to take to win an A-10 championship? The A-10's in a very interesting spot right now. I feel like anyone can take it. 
Um, I remember, you know, years back, it felt like there were some teams in there that were impossible to beat. I feel like the talent is great in the A-10. It's competitive, but it's one where we can make strides fast. I mean, we had 18 wins last year. We did, we did a good job. I think by establishing this new culture, establishing a culture in the gym of grit, of not letting any ball drop, of being accountable, having conversations of conflict between players, that is what it's going to take. And then it's going to take getting in the gym every day in a, in a space of, I'm not just here to practice today. I'm here to win a championship. You don't win a championship at the end of the year. You win a championship day one. We're working on it right now. So it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of hard work. But what I like to think is we have the pieces, and you complement them with some extra pieces. It's going to happen a lot faster than people than people think. And so we're going to put the grind. We're going to put the work in. Then we need to have a great attitude that when we do win, we remember, okay, now it's the next game. And when we lose, we remember, okay, now we got to learn from it fast and move on. Because one of my mentors, what he told me, and it's very true, the win is never as good as you think, and the lose is never as bad as you think. <laughs> so learning from every moment is going to be the goal to get there. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Uh, it's been great to have you back. As I shared with you, when I came to practice, what I was most encouraged by was the sound. Yeah. The sound of practice. The, mm-hmm. It was loud. There was a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes to win and to help young people. So it's... Uh, it's great to see, and we can't wait to be on this journey with you. Any final thoughts you want to share with Billiken Nation out there? No, I just want them to come, and I want them to see the sound. I want them to see the sound, feel the sound, because this place is full of excitement already with all of our other programs. I want people to remember the volleyball program as well. So I want them to come out. I want them to see it. Give, my, give opinions to me. I'll take them. But I promise that it's going to be louder. It's going to be different. Um, and I see a lot of exciting things to come. Well, it is great to have you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. That's it for today from the stands with uh, volleyball coach, head volleyball coach of the Billikens. Hear what I told you. Head volleyball coach, Andrew Beatty. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens.